Blog Talk Radio. The following show has been rated for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. The opinions of the host are exactly those, the opinions of the host. So don't get all bent out of shape, jackass. And if you don't like it, keep your mouth shut because we don't give a shit. Shit. Okay, good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Not here. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. You wouldn't hear that. But if you can't hear me, then I guess it's pointless to tell you to join us because you've already done that. Yes. <sighs> hey, everybody. Welcome. It's Tuesday night. It's 11 o'clock. It's time once again. It's 11.05. Time once again. But the last time. Tumbling with tumbling. Did I say that right? It's 7 o'clock, 11 o'clock, Tuesday night, time again for Tumble and Tumbleweed. Right. I am the host, Tumbleweed. Right. Clint in the garage. And uh, there you go. Phone number, if you want to call in, is 914-338-1032. If you want to. If you want to write in, you can write in at tumbleweed at hotmail.com. And then, of course, you can also follow me on Twitter at Tumbleweed. Boom. Not that there's much there. <sighs> so here we are. Uh, week, uh, I don't know, 27B. The coronavirus pandemic. Uh, things are starting to open back up in Ohio. The governor has lifted the stay-at-home ban or whatever they call it, the stay-at-home thing. And just as you thought, everybody went out. There were some, they they opened up, they let restaurants open their patios on Friday, this past Friday. And by Saturday in the flats, there were places that were just packed, like shoulder to shoulder. Everybody's just crowded into a patio. Like, they're so lonely, <laughs> right? Like, they haven't had any human contact with anybody else. I mean, listen, I've said it before and I said it again. I'll say it again. I'm sad because it's been great going out there because there's been no jerks, been no, uh, there's been plenty of parking, <laughs> you know, and everybody's been cool. 
But now all the other people are coming out now and they don't know what it's like and they're all jerks as it is and now they're double jerks because they've been cooped up for so long. Speaking of jerks, Clint's right over here. I am. See, I told you he was there. He should be here. It's his house. Um, so, yeah, so people were shoulder to shoulder, packed in, had to get in. They had to get to the flats. They had to go to the patio and have drinks and uh, talk to people face to face because they were so lonely. Literally, they were face to face. So lonely. They were, well, yeah, and they were very lonely. They were a lonely group of of humans. Uh, I've been having a great time not having to deal with anybody. I said it. I said it to somebody the other day. I, you know what I haven't had to do in weeks? Come up with an excuse not to come see anybody. You know what I mean? You get to you talk to somebody on the phone. They're like, oh, you know what? We should hang out. Well, yeah, I guess we should, but probably not right now, huh? Oh no, no, not right now. Yeah, I guess we can't. Boom. Instant excuse, right? As opposed to like, hey man, I really um, don't want to deal with your kind of you right now, so no, you don't have to do that anymore. Wait, what? You don't have to tell the person. Right. I don't really want to deal with you. Right. I don't have to come up with some with the you that you Not are. That I do. I mean, listen. I'm a busy guy. I got things going on. I got things to do, right? I always got something going on. So it's like, it's not like I'm making anything up. Hey, man. No, but I'm making it up. I'm not making stuff up. I say, hey, man, I'm working or I'm dashing or I got Sophie or hey, hanging out with Shannon. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, 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 man. Oh, leave me alone. I said, hey, man. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So they let people out, and then people took full advantage of it. Maybe over advantage. Is there such a thing an over advantage? What would you call that? Like uh, they took a mile. They gave them a foot. They took a mile, right? Well, I just yeah, right. And you know, the the that's that's, that's the way to say it now. The best one. I'll have to find the video to show you because I, I, I don't know if you've seen it. Tell me about this. There's, there's, a, video. there's a video of a lady who went to go to this grocery store in California. Oh, wow. I can't remember the name of the place. It's a weird name. I never heard of Girdles or Gurnels or Legners or I don't know. I can't remember what the name was. Uh, and she went to go in and the guy's at the front door and he goes, you're more than welcome to go shopping. You need to have a mask on, though. New store policy that you have to wear a mask when you're in the store. Right? Uh, I have a medical condition that doesn't, allow, that doesn't allow me to wear a mask. And due to HEPA laws, I don't have to explain why to you. It's like, well, I can't let you in the store. Yeah, I mean, I mean she's not challenging the HEPA law. Right. He's not, he's not saying, tell me your history. So, yeah. Right. He's just like, okay, well. So she's just one of those people. I can't let you in the store. She says, well, that's not, you know, well, I can't wear a mask. And he goes, if you want, we'll do your shopping for you. Because that's what stores do now. Grocery stores do that now. If you didn't know. Absolutely. You go online, you type in some stuff. You tell them, hey, I want a lemon. Give me a a sack of potatoes and some bacon. And a lemon. Don't forget the lemon. The lemon was first. Okay. 
Mm. You say all that other stuff, and then they do forget the lemon. They do forget the lemon, but but if you put it in there, if you type it in there, they put it in the top. And yeah. then the, and then the person goes and they get all the items for you, mm-hmm. and then they shop for you, right? So so the guy says, well, if you would like, we will do the shopping for you. I'm getting, I have personal items that I have to get that uh, I don't feel comfortable having somebody else get for me. Uh, and that's uh, an invasion of my privacy. And the guy says, well, I'm sorry, I can't let you in. And she goes, and how am I supposed to pay for this? And he's like, cash or credit or whatever. I'm supposed to hand you my private credit card and just let you go off with it and do whatever you want. And he's like, no. Because it's like a, it's a program that the store offers. It's not like this guy's, you know. Well, the thing is, he, he doesn't have to do anything. Right. She can just turn around and leave. Right. Right? She right. just can't go in the store without those perks. Without the mask. That, that's it. She can, she can go to another store. <laughs> I went to Menards today to do, do a DoorDash ah. to drop off at the courtesy desk. You can make big money. Save big money. Save big money. Save money, big money. I walk up to the door, and the guy says, I'm sorry, you can't go in without a mask. You know what I did? What did you do? Pulled my mask out of my pocket said, okay, here we go. Bam. How about that, bro? You. And just stepped in the door five feet, gave them their food, and turned around and walked back out. But, you know, did I cause a fit? Did you? No. Oh. I was just like, hey. No, of course you didn't. Put a mask on? Fine. I'll put a mask on. I don't give a shit. Who do I care? Who gives a shit? Right? Who am I trying to impress? Um... Oh, nobody. Right. Sorry. I Myself, number one. Me. I didn't try to impress myself. You do a good job. <clears throat> nah, sometimes I disappoint myself. I disappoint myself sometimes. So anyway, so this lady says, what am I supposed to do? Give you my private credit card. Private. Like, you got a public one? I'll take that. You know? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think he said that. No, he didn't. So she's, uh, she goes, this is discrimination. Oh my God. Because I have a condition that said that I can't wear a mask. Because I hate people who can't wear a mask. I hate them. Right? Oh my God. So she goes, I need to see your manager. And the guy says, You got it. I'll be right back. Right? And he goes off into the store to get the manager. He goes, I'm very sorry. He was, he was very cool about it. He didn't say anything bad. He was, you know what I mean? I'm very sorry about that. I'll go get the manager for you. And he turns around and walks away. And right, <laughs> right by the door, is this dude sanitizing a cart? He's it's just he's some dude. He's cleaning all the carts and he's dancing. There's like because uh, Michael Jackson was playing. I wanna rock with you, right? He's just a white dude, just out there, boom, da da da, sanitizing the handles, cleaning the cart off for everybody, you know. And the lady goes, "Boy, you're awfully chipper today." And he goes, "Well, I got a job." He goes, "I used to be a bartender and I wasn't making any money." And he goes, "I'm just happy to." have a job and be out and be alive and, and have something to do. And then that's where the video ends. Cause she probably was just like, Oh, click. Cause she starts talking. She's like, this is so-and-so and I'm at the uh, such and such store and they're discriminating against me. And the thing is that she posted this video online thinking her, in her twisted mental state or whatever, she, she's thinking that she's right. And she put it online and I guess oh, the, the comments, oh, the comments were just, Dude, that woman's got hate. it's like, what's your problem? You know, like, he, he wasn't the problem. You are. Why don't you just put a mask on? Or how about you just go somewhere else? Or how about you just let him shop for you? Or how about you? It's just like, it's, I, that's, what I, this, that's, this is, 
I was telling Shannon this today. This is what I hate. Because now all the fucking idiots who've been cooped up all this time, <laughs> building up their idiot powers, right? Keeping it all inside because they can't yell at a manager. They're going to come out, blow it on everybody. They're just gonna, everybody's just, everybody's just being jerks. Standing in line outside of a place, you know, waiting to go up to tell them I'm here for, to pick up a DoorDash. Mm-hmm. And everybody's standing six feet apart. Well, somebody just walks right in between people and just stands. It's just like, no, dick. <laughs> it's a line. There's like people back no, here. They, they, no, because they just walk up and grab stuff and go. Uh, you never survive. You know? Oh, my God. I said something the other day to someone. I was yeah, like, I hey, there's a whole line of people here. Yeah, I remember you, you kind of you kind of inferred. I was like, there's a line of people, and they just they just ignored me. Right. And it's yeah. like, inferring is not my thing. I already so, already done my business. I'm sitting there waiting for my food, so I didn't give a shit. Oh. I was like, if you people don't want, if you people don't care that he's going in front of you, I already did my shit. Right. You're right. I stepped up and told him that you people were waiting. If none of you want to say anything to him, that's your business. Right. I mean, it, it just sucks. Right. It's just people are just idiots. and Everybody's parking in the street, double parking, like in, at the intersection in Crocker Park. Parking their car and getting out, running up, you know, to the store. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, are you, like, go park in a parking spot. So what if you have to fucking walk? You know, like, hmm. ugh, people are just fucking jerks. The girl's on the, she's standing outside the place today on her phone. She's like, oh, I'm calling them. And she's calling them, and they're looking at the girl inside the building on the phone. They're like, oh, there she is right there. And they're like, yeah, we've been waiting out here, and our order said it would be ready by this time, and now it's this time. And I'm just sitting there looking at them like, they're obviously fucking busy because they have a patio full of people. Well, not full of people, but they have a patio. So they're serving them. And they're trying to get out online orders, delivery orders, whatever. It's like it's a it's a Friday night for them because nobody's been out, you know. And these people are just fucking. Oh, we're standing outside the door. We're just waiting. And whenever you get, you know, just like man, I want fucking. I wish I was born with balls. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It's the worst, and, and humans are the dude, fuck you, jerks. You're all fucking the worst. You people are so petty and tiny. Right? Petty was the first. That's the big one. Yeah. What do you want to do to him? I'm gonna kick you in the back of the head. Hell yeah, I will. So yeah, so I mean, I hope everybody's doing all right. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still doing my thing. I'm, I'm staying away from people, right? I see Shannon, I see my mom, I see Sophie, I see Holiday, right? Right, and so it's like, yeah, and Holiday, I know he's not, he's not doing anything, <laughs> nothing personal. Hey, no offense. Looks good on you, uh, but I know he's not doing nothing because he's trying to—he's being smart about it himself. Uh, so it's you know, and Shannon's not going anywhere. She's at home, so and my mom's not going anywhere. So she's the only one I'm really worried about is Sophie. But I'm not that. Worried. 
Uh, what am I going to say? People are jerks. People are dumb. Humans are the worst. And nothing. I'm sorry about all the dumb. Oh, I'm. Uh, oh, that's where I was going to go with. This. I don't know how I was going to get to this, but I went into. So I go into Cheesecake today to pick up an order, right? And the manager says, "Mr. Anderson." Just the guy I'm looking for, right? Like, oh, here we go. <clears throat> we are reopening on the 28th of this month. And uh, I just wanted to make sure to see if you're in, are you are you interested in being in the first wave to come back? And I looked at her and I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm looking to come back as late as possible. <laughs> like, I don't want to come back anytime too soon. She kind of looked at me like, what? Yeah. And I said, yeah. I said, I, I I live with my mom, right? I was like, I, why would I, I? I can't come in here and deal with people. And then what am I taking home? And she goes, I get it. I get it. I totally understand, right? She knows my mom. She's met my mom. And, stuff. and uh, I said, so, I, I know. I said, yeah, so I would like to to wait as long as possible. She goes, well, that sucks because I already put you on the schedule. And I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, if you could take me off of there, that would be really nice. I mean, I assume there's a lot of servers who want to work. And she was like, well, actually, a lot of them want to wait. A lot of them, we, half of them we can't get a hold of. Some of them, most of them want to wait. And uh, we don't really have a lot that want to come back immediately. And mm-hmm. I was, I was like, oh, well, I don't blame Donnie, him. Donnie, I put you, nobody wants to come back, but Donnie, I put you on the schedule. But it's like I put you on the schedule. Like, you did? <laughs> <laughs> like, I told them, I told Rob two weeks ago I didn't want to come back. You know, they were asking, like, a week, two weeks ago, there was, every manager I, I talked to when I walked in there, hey, so what do you think? You ready to come back? No, I'm not ready to come back. Well, what if they lift everything? I don't give a shit if they lift everything. If the shit's still, if the numbers are still rising at, at, at any amount, even if it's a lower number than the, you know what I mean? Like, even if it's like, oh, it's obviously on the decline, you know, less cases and stuff. I don't care. I'm waiting two, three weeks at least of people being out and doing their shit. And if that second wave comes, I don't want to be involved in it. You know what I mean? I'd rather be, I've said it three weeks in a row. This time I'll say it right. I'd rather be safe than sorry. Huh? Huh? But that's what I kept telling her. And so she goes, well, you won't be able to collect unemployment. I said, I'm not collecting unemployment. <laughs> she goes, you're not? I said, no. She goes, why not? Said, because I'm working. I'm door dashing. She goes, really? I said, yeah. I go, and actually, I'm making more money door dashing than I was working here. And she just stopped and got that look in her face like, uh-oh. Oh, I'm not quitting. Don't worry. I'm not quitting. And in my head, I said, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. It's not like I'm quitting and doing DoorDash full time. That's ridiculous. You know, that can't happen. So, whatever, right? I got to do something. She's like, "Why? Well, you with all this money? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not worried about it. I don't. You know, 
six million people flooding the system. I'm not. I don't. I didn't want to be involved with the the weekly productions. But if I can get all the back pay program, that'd be pretty sweet. So maybe I'll do that. I had to go get tires today for my car. My car's tires were so bad. The wheel was shaking back and forth. Oh, right? You get on the highway and you got to like, oh, you're holding it the whole time, all tense and shit. And I couldn't get, I was trying, I went to my tire guy yesterday and he was like, nah, I'm all out of that size. So I go to my brother's. I went over to his other place around the corner. He said, I got it. I got four of them. I go, well, I need two of them. He goes, well, I don't want to break up the set. And I said, well, then you don't want to make any money. So uh, I'll catch you later. And so I went to this. I called this other place today, and they said they'd bring it in. I took it into the place. And the kid's like, yeah, it's going to be about 45 minutes. And I'm like, you're changing, you're changing two tires, right? Like I've seen dudes do it in, you know, minutes, right? You got machines and shit to do. do it. You got all that, all that good stuff. You got all the material, you know? Like, what the? All right, 45 minutes, two tires. I guess that's what we'll do, right? So I, so I went and I... I was like, <laughs> I was over there by, I don't know if you're familiar, 83 by Walmart. You know that area, Chester and Walmart? Yeah. There's a discount tire there. I went there, right? Across from Lowe's. And so uh, these are all, I'm getting kickbacks on these uh, product placements, you know what I'm saying? And I said, yeah, okay, here, just take the car. I'll go walk around and go to, to, uh, to uh, and I'm looking around like, Nope, can't go in there, can't go in there, can't, no, nope, that place is closed, that place is, oh, where am I going to go? <laughs> like, ah, fuck, in the middle of Avon, I got nowhere to go. So I ended up walking up to the, the Circle K and getting a drink, and I come walking back, and as, I, as I'm as i across the street from the place, they're pulling my car out. I was like, yeah, 45 minutes my ass, like, you said to change two tires, you dumbasses. But, oh, my God, it's smooth now. I don't have to fight the wheel. Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. My ex-wife put these giant stones in her driveway. She has a dirt driveway. And it had potholes, like big, because it's a dirt driveway, right? The shit wears out. They're always driving big trucks and trailers up there and shit. And so they, uh, they flattened it all out. And I came by the other day, and they put these giant, like, I get a stone driveway, like the little stones. That's what I used to have at my house in Lansing. I had a stone driveway, right? It's not the greatest, but whatever. She's got big fucking rock. <laughs> like like a rock that you would hold in your hand, like the size of a mouse, like a, like a computer mouse. You know what I mean? Like if you're holding the computer mouse. Uh, it's like that size all the way up the driveway. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You can't stop because you start to, like, sink, and you can't drive fast because then these rocks get flung up into your undercar- undercarriage because I, I, I wasn't even going fast in the water. Boom! Fuck! Like, holy shit, I think I felt that. I'm driving, like, two miles an hour. Up. It's like I'm driving slower up your stone driveway than I was the one with that was full of chuckles. 
You know, and that one I had to drive slow all the time because you were gonna, I was going to break something. There were times where I hit, like, oh, what kind of hole was that? So, so I get all the way in the driveway. Sophie comes out and gets in the car, and she goes, so what do you think of the stones? And I go, don't even start. <laughs> don't even get me started with this shit. There's nothing on the side, no barrier on the side. So as the cars drive with the big trailers with the horses on them and stuff, all the stones are going to get pushed out to the side, leaving an island in the middle. And when I bring my car in there, my tire tracks are going to go, my tires are going to go right in the tire tracks, and all them giant stones are going to scrape my muffler up. It's going to scrape my gas tank. It's going to be... I'm like, this is... I go, just between you and me, kid, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Little stones? Okay. You know what I mean? But big, huge, big, huge... No. Dummies. I said, don't tell anybody I said that. She goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't call anybody stupid. I didn't say anything by name. I just said, that's not a smart idea. I said, that's my opinion. I may be wrong. And only time will tell. Don't tell anybody I said anything. Because <laughs> you know, someday she'll just... does i do oh man so yeah so <clears throat> i don't know what everybody's doing pandemic wise because you know only 10 yeah i could probably figure it out if i broke it down mold dave no clint doesn't count mold dave shane i wonder who else there is there's three who are the other 10 i wonder Kevin Bear, maybe, I don't know. Uh, okay, so what what's going on? Should I even bother asking? No, I'm not going to ask him. No, because it could get wrong. That was some weird silence, wasn't it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no. There's no plans on opening up the soccer place. That's not in the near future. I know because they're doing gymnasiums and stuff. But that's nothing. Have you guys even talked about that? Or is that something that's not even, we're just not even, okay, see, that's what I thought. That's why I didn't want to ask, because I was like, no, don't even bring it up. Because <laughs> if there was an, an answer, it's going to be really long. Yeah, it would have been really long. So, yeah, so with everything going on and nothing happening, I got uh, I got involved with this new, well, it's not new, actually. It's not its second season. Right now, this new series, Dark Side of the Ring, which is a documentary series about professional wrestling and certain incidents that have happened throughout time with different people uh, behind the scenes and stuff like that. I got to tell you, it's pretty fucking sweet. Uh, oh, even like the people I don't know, it's like, I don't know who this guy is, but that's you, you watch it and then you hear a name, you're like, oh, I know that guy, or I heard of this, or, and then so you're like, oh, you start putting it together and they start telling stories. Dude. She, New Jack, <laughs> spoiler alert, New Jack stabbed the motherfucker in the ring. He goes, yeah, I brought a blade to the ring. I put it in my pocket just to have it. This guy was telling me he was going to do this and this before the match. And I said, you know what? He was he was trying to direct it. He was trying to tell me what to do. And it's like, he's like, no, motherfucker, I'm New Jack. I do what I want. 
And so they got in the ring, and they got footage of this. They got in the ring, and the dude grabs him and pushes him into the ropes, and you see New Jack put his head back and go, hey, like, hey, what are you doing? And then the guy kept holding like pushing and pushing him, and he just reaches down into the side pocket. He got, like, camouflage pants on, like, uh, you know, camo pants. He reaches down in the side pocket, fucking pulls out a knife, <laughs> starts stabbing the dude in the back. Yeah, like in the ring. What did he do? He tried to get away. He just, he just kept stabbing him. They said he stabbed him like nine times or something. It was crazy. It was just like, whoa, what? And then they have footage of it. There's all kinds of stupid stuff. It was, it was, it was great. It was, it was, yeah. <laughs> but it's, that's the kind of, it, it, each thing's different. Like it did the Chris Benoit story. If you're not familiar with that, in 2007, Chris Benoit murdered his wife and his kid and then hung himself in his weight room uh, months after Eddie Guerrero died. Uh, they, they, so there's a two-parter on that one. There's like the Owen Hart story. Remember when we lived in Oakwood Circle and that happened that night? And it was like, what? Owen Hart died? Yep. And everything was like, what did it happen? He fell from the ceiling. So there's a special on that, uh, talking to, like, his wife, stuff like that. Uh, but, there, and there's, you know, there's old ones like the Road Warriors and the assassination of Dino Bravo and all this shit. And uh, it's really good, narrated by Chris Jericho. Yeah. Chris Jericho. Ayatollah Rock and Roll, which I've been listening to all his podcasts lately. He really likes Kiss. But he likes '80s Kiss. He likes the non. He goes when he goes when they. He goes. I got into Kiss when they had no makeup. Oh. Like, really? <laughs> Not many people can claim that. I guess some people can. Uh, but he really loves '80s Kiss. I just listened to him do an episode with Kevin Smith, uh, where they, where I was like, well, that's a good idea. We should do that. Where. Uh, they watched the original Bad News Bears and talked about it while it was going on. Uh-huh. You know, giving little tidbits here and there, talking things, you know, uh, saying this and that. And during the show, during that show, you're very, are you familiar with the Big Bang Theory? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, for those who are familiar with the Big Bang Theory, for those of you who are not, uh, there's an episode where the gang, Sheldon and uh, Leonard and Wallowitz and Kuthrapali, right? Is that a four of them? I can't believe I got all their names. They're all hanging out, and they, uh, they're watching. They get Penny to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. And at the end of the movie, which, by the way, is somebody's, somebody that I know really, really loves Raiders of the Lost Ark. Do you know who that is, Clint? I do. Do you know who it is, though? I do. Okay, well, then, do, do, do you know who it is? Uh, Bobby. No. Oh. It's you. See? I was, trying to, I, was trying to, I was trying to hook you up there. One time in our... Uh, one, huh? Who, wait, what? At band camp. It was one time at band camp. Clint was watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. When we lived in Oakwood and Kevin Baird was over... And Raiders of the Lost Ark was on. And Clint was like, this is my favorite movie. Or top three or whatever. This is one of my favorite, whatever you said. You were like, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And so 
Kevin Baird and I were like, oh, okay. And it's what we do when we're together, me and Baird, right? We're always ripping on stuff. And so we just spent the whole time, <laughs> just every time. So, the, hey, look at that dick. Hey, look at this guy. What's this guy doing? Oh, watch out for this, you know, just being stupid. And it was you great. Yeah, you were very irritated, weren't you? You were. Anyways, so during, this is, I really went on a hard segue here, didn't I? So during the Chris Jericho podcast, where he's talking to Kevin Smith while they're watching the Bad News Bears, the original, uh, they bring up this episode of the Big Bang Theory where they watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, in this episode, at the end of them watching Raiders of the Lost Ark, Penny person who is not into any of this stuff and was never influenced by these movies or anything comes up with the fact that well you know if he even if he wasn't there same shit would have happened he had no influence on the outcome of the movie we've never heard this theory well I don't know what to tell you but and it and it seems to be quite legit right because really Indiana Jones didn't do anything to change the course of anybody's path, the villain's path throughout the movie. They did what they were going to do anyways. And he led them right to the Ark of the Covenant. No, no, no. If he was not there, they would have done the exact same thing. Well, Maybe according, they found the according to Chris Jericho, there is something there. Because when, what's the little dude's name with the glasses? Tut, cut, tut, something like that. I don't know. Turt. He has to follow Indiana Jones to Tibet. Right? Because they showed Indiana Jones on the plane and they show him in the background with the newspaper. I don't know what you said. What did you say? Did you just say something? No, before when I said if Indiana Jones wasn't involved, they would have never found the ark. Didn't I just say that? They would have never found the ark. Oh. Like, think about it. If, if Indiana Jones would have sat his ass at home, they would have never found the ark. They may have. They would have never found Marion. And even if they found Marion, they would have... Now, if they found Marion, they would have had both halves of the, of the they... idol. So they would have been able to measure it better. So they might have found the world of souls. But had he not led them to Marion... In Tibet. Is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the one I was talking about. Then, yeah. Then, then if right. Indiana Jones would have sat his ass at home, they right. would have never found the ark. Right. Or, or if they did, it would have been very much longer than <laughs> you know what I mean. It wouldn't have been then. They yeah. Well, they didn't never found it. They've been, because they, they, you know, they weren't even looking in the right places and they weren't planning on it. No. They were done. And then that dude with the sword wouldn't have got shot in the marketplace. Oh, he'd still be alive. Right. He'd still be alive. Making his living, terrorizing people. If Indiana Jones would have stayed home. If he just would have been lazy. Indiana Jones had nothing to do with the thing, and he murdered somebody. For no reason. He didn't have to murder that guy. If he would have stayed home. Now, technically, that guy, technically, was a Nazi. Oh, well, then fuck him. Fuck Nazis. So, yeah, so that's kind of weird that I was listening to a a podcast with Kevin Smith and Chris Jericho talking about the Bad News Bears, and they end up talking about how well, they got, they on the Big they, Bang Theory. Right? And I just segued through all of it meticulously. 
right? But uh, so yeah, so dark side of the ring. If you get the Vice Land Channel or whatever it's called, Vice Channel, it's on there. There's two seasons. It's pretty interesting. There's some good stuff. Story of the War Road Warriors, Doctor D. David Schultz, who went on TV and smacked the shit out of a reporter back in the '80s. I don't know if you remember that one, uh, where uh, the reporter went up to him and says, "What do you think about the people who say that wrestling's fake?" And this was back in the '80s when kayfabe was going on, and it was like, "Good guys never rode with bad guys," and you know everything was it's always your character all the time, every time. And he, he's standing there, and the guy goes, what do you think about people saying this is fake? He goes, who says that? He goes, well, you know, people say it's fake. And he just goes, whack, smacks him in the face. He goes, does that feel like it was fake? <laughs> and then the guy stood back up again. He, the reporter, he stood back up again, and he fucking smacked him again. And when they were talking to Dr. D. David Schultz, he's an old man now, right? And he's, like, living in the south or whatever. And uh, they're talking to him, and he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, the dude said it was fake, so I smacked him across his face, and he hit the ground. And he, and he goes, and then he made the worst mistake of his life. He stood back up. <laughs> this guy stands back up. He goes, whack, he hits him again. Oh, yeah, that ruined David uh, Schultz's career. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, he never came back from that when his career was over. He was on his way up, and then he did that. Because cause back in the day, kayfabe was the thing. Like, you don't, you know, it's like you don't break that. We're trying to trying to make our characters believable, you know. And we're trying to act. We, we it's real, you know. Right. And you never broke that, and that was like a big, big thing. You never broke it, and that was around this time. This dude, I can't remember what his name was, but he came out and said he was giving away all the tricks of the trade. He's like, well, if you lay there, and he had the guy lay on the ring. He goes, well, he goes, see, it looks like I dropped a giant elbow on you. He goes, did I touch you? And the guy's like, no, you didn't even, you know, no, not at all. He's like, see, talked about cutting him. He's like talking about blading and stuff like that. He goes, oh, yeah, this is how we make blood happen. We just cut ourselves and this and that. And this is how we do it. This yeah, is how we I make them. It was like an old 2020 report, you know, and that was that was this other guy. And so that's why this other reporter was snooping around. <laughs> and and the thing is, is the WWF at the time, they they were like, hey, this reporter's out here, and he's fucking snooping around, and he's fucking trying to get somebody to fucking roll over on wrestling. Hey, send Doctor D out there. <laughs> and they send him out there. That's what that's what ends up happening. He gets fucking slapped and there's a lawsuit and all kinds of shit. So it's a great series, I think. I mean, even if you don't like wrestling, I think that it would be interesting just to see, just to to kind of because some of the stories are pretty. It's just crazy. Like I said, New Jack threw this dude off those tables. <laughs> that was I don't. New Jack. New Jack. He was he was an ECW. He was crazy as it is. His head's all cut up anyways because he always did like barbed wire matches and he was always jumping off of everything. And yeah, just go watch it. That's the, the shit with Vic Grimes was insane. Like, I mean, yeah, I won't even tell you. So there you go. I don't know what else. Wow, it's already like quarter to How? How did I do that, right? The, uh, I'm just going to do this to do this. Yeah. 
there really are. There's there's no movies for the weekend. There was there was a couple. There was something last weekend. The Wretched, How to Build a Girl, and The Burnt Orange Hearsay are the only movies they have listed um, for the box office last weekend. And uh, well, at least they had something listed. Right. So it's just I, I I don't. I saw the movie. The the drive-in was open. And there were movies playing there, but obviously that doesn't count to anything, maybe, right? I mean, I, I would think it would, though. You would mm-hmm. think, it, yeah, I would think so. But then again, there's not many drive-ins. Across, they've all been shut down. Uh, but that one, as soon as they, they opened last Tuesday, I think I mentioned it last week, or they opened two Tuesdays ago or something like that, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's isolated movie watching. You get to go out. You can sit in your car. You know what I mean? You're away from everybody. Boom. Right? So good for them. But they, I don't even know what these movies are. And it only made $91,000. So uh, <laughs> this, this, here's a movie. It's been out for 11 weeks. It's called The Burnt Orange Hearsay. Right? Hearsay. Hearsay. Not hearsay. H e r e s y heresy, right? Yeah. E s y. Hearsay, hearsay, has a letter between the s and the y. I don't know what it is. Maybe I don't know. Anyways, this movie's been out for eleven weeks. It's only in one theater, and it made fifty-five dollars last weekend. <laughs> right? Like what the? We should have waited to release that. Uh, even at a even at a five dollar theater, that's only eleven people. Right. You know. And I've never even heard of the burnt orange heresy. 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 Is that what you're trying to say? H e r e s y. Huh? This summer, hired to steal a rare painting from one of the most exact. Oh, fuck. Why did they put a big word? Enigmatic. How did you know that? Hired to steal a rare painting from one of the most enigmatic painters of all time. An ambitious art dealer becomes consumed by his own greed and insecurity as the operation spins out of control. Rated R. One hour and 39 minutes. Widest release. 15 theaters. At one time, it made $16,000. Interesting. I don't see anybody in there that I would know. <sighs> so yeah, so there's no movies. Uh, there's nothing. Nothing. They haven't gotten that far yet. They're just still. They're still at restaurants. And uh, like I said, the Cheesecake Factory is planning on opening on the 28th. And it turns out it's going to be indoor and outdoor. Uh-huh. They've already taken out tables in the bar. They had these six high tops, so they've taken three of those out. Boom, 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 three tables. And then they have at the bar, they have two chairs on the right side, two chairs in the middle, and two chairs on the left. So you can have three groups of two at the bar. Woo. Right? The bar is just like, uh, yeah, hold up. Right? It's like the, the bartender will have all of the bar, like the tables, the bar, they'll have everything. Um, and it's like they're going every other table, nothing on the table. Everything has to be brought out. Gloves, masks, 
They're going to make you wash your hands every 20 minutes, whatever. It's fine. I do it anyways. Uh, uh, you got you to sanitize everything that comes back. Uh, salt, pepper, whatever uh, things. I don't know. It's just a bunch of shit. It's like, really? How about we just wait? <laughs> just, just wait until we can do it normal. But I understand businesses need to make money. People need to get out. That's fine. I just don't need to be involved. Right? No thanks. Why so serious? Because I'd rather be. I'd rather be safe than sorry, Joker. Okay? Uh, but that's just who I am, so. Hands up who likes me. <laughs> right? So, uh... As we that said is before, the weirdest thing you have ever said. That's not what I was saying before. I didn't mean to hit that. I, I, I don't know why I clicked that way. I, I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, as we said before, this is going to be the last show. <gasps> is it the last show? Could it be the last dance? See how that correlates with Michael Jordan? We didn't talk about any kind of sports things today. Did anything? Oh, did anything happen in sports this week? I don't know. Did you ever hear about Blake Schnell? Fuck this guy. Right? Did you hear him? Did you hear what he said? Yeah. I can catch the Rona. I'm putting my life at risk. You're a pitcher, dude. You're sitting in the middle of the diamond, 90 feet away from everybody. Like, you know? Get get out of here. I never even heard of you. I guess he's good. I don't know. Huh? He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. Right? I want to go out there while half the country doesn't have a job. Probably a quarter of the people lost their job. Nobody has any money coming in. I'm going to go out there and complain about how I'm only making $2 million this year to play half a season mm-hmm. and how I'm risking my life. But I bet when you go home, Mr. Schnell, I bet you order food online and you have it delivered to your house. Or I bet you go and pick it up or whatever. But somebody's doing that for you. Aren't they putting their life at risk? Maybe you should give them more money. No, I doubt he's giving anybody any money for anything, (laughs) right? Because he sounds like, what do you call it? Oh, that's right, a selfish fucking prick. Well, I thought you were going to say douche. It's okay, selfish fucking douche. How about that? Mm -hmm. Is that better? Does that sound better? That is actually right on. Sounds like a crud sucker. I'm going to start talking like little Tanner. Bad news bears. Oh, a bunch of crud, buttermaker. Uh, yeah, so other than that guy, fuck him. The uh, baseball season, they're getting geared up. They're saying they're going to they're, they're gonna try and do it and get it out by July 1st, so that should be interesting. Uh, let's see what happens there. Football says, hey, we'll see what happens, but we're pretty sure we're good to go when the time comes, All right? And the NBA... They're going to put everybody on an island. That's what they want to do. They want to get all the teams all together on an island or some shit. And say, here's a gymnasium. Let's just fight it out until there's one team left, and we'll call you the champ. Which sounds amazing. The best idea. It's called Enter the NBA. It's called Thunderdome. It's NBA Dome. No, you just described the block for Enter the Dragons. Ten teams enter. One team leaves. Yeah, now you're doing Thunderdome, but it's 
What did I say before? Oh, everybody goes to an island, fight to the death. Right. Dude takes his claw hand off or whatever and puts on the spike, right? Isn't that uh, it's right? That is correct. Yeah, and then the dragon. I've seen it. But whatever. So, uh, so yeah, so this is going to be the last show. For you 13 people out there. Huh? Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I got that number wrong. I can actually tell you here in a second. I'm going to click this and click that. Uh, uh, Yeah. 13 people last week. 13 listeners. 16 the week before that. 16 the week before that. 14 the week before that. 17, 12, 14, 16, 36. And as we all know, 36 was that that week where they shut everything down. I should have had a I, I had a real uptick, uh, uptick in listeners because the week before that I had 11. Right, so that was good. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, I'm. We're, we're we're we're. I have made the decision. I didn't. I don't even really think I talked. Clint about this at all. I just kind of told him. No, what's your show? Right. I just kind of said, hey, listen, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, and I, and it, like I said before, so I get it on me. I'm the one who's supposed to do all the work. If this is something that I seriously want to do and try to make uh, successful, then I would actually have to put in the work. And I'm pretty sure that's not what I planned on doing. Uh, Ten years ago, I left Cooperstown, two bad knees, and a dream to become the greatest podcaster of all time. And I thank God every day that that dream came true. That's not believable, was it? I thought he would cry. I thought he would, like, tear up at that. It worked for what's-his-face. Anyways, um... Yeah, I started, when did I start the show? August 18th of like 09, something like that. Uh, you know, I was fresh out of getting thrown out of my house, going through the divorce, trying to rebuild my life, dealing with the two kids. Uh, you know, it was a, there was like a stuff going on, right? That was Shannon. That was terrible fake crying. Well, yeah, it was terrible fake crying. I was trying to be, who was that? That was Ted Williams? No. Who was that? The guy who played for the Royals. Kansas City? Come on, help me out. George Brett. George Brett. Was that who it was? I left. Whatever, wherever he said. Uh, too bad knees and a dream to be a special baseball player. Uh, so anyways, I started the show back uh, back then, 09. Uh, kind of like as a therapy thing, I figured. Uh, like I could, you know, get shit off my chest, stuff like that. I also wanted to, because we were, you know, uh, doing the VGN shows, the Medispective shows, and all the Midwest Wastelands. We're doing all those shows. And uh, I don't know. I guess everybody kept saying, Anderson, you're so funny. <laughs> Anderson. And then, like, some people said, Anderson should do his own show. Maybe nobody said that. and Maybe I just heard that in my head, which is a complete possibility. Right? So, combination of both. So, so this past 10 years has just been a waste of my time. Uh, and, 
And so I said, oh, okay, well, that's what I'll do. I went and I listened to a, an episode the other day, uh, like the second one, the second one I ever did. And uh, just the, I just listened to the first couple minutes of it, and I had to shut it off. I was like, no, I can't listen to this. <laughs> um, and did I say this last week? I don't know if I said this last week. I went and listened to the second episode ever of of the show. Within the first 10 minutes, I read three letters, right? There was a phone call. Someone called in to talk to me. And yeah, but we had something else. But we established that that was because everybody was new and everybody was into it. And you had a circle of friends who were participating. Well, listeners, Which, I had. I think it was all VGM you, listeners. Okay, you had a circle of people who were participating. Right. That circle of people disappeared. Yes. And the new circle of people you hope to establish when you came down here just didn't pan out because nobody cared. Nobody cared. And it's not like I'm giving you major entertainment. I'm just sitting here talking shit half the yeah, time. But I'm giving you my opinion about you something. Who you've known for a long time. Right. Would have called in. You guys could talk about lots of shit. Right. Would have been just, you know, nostalgic sometimes. Right. Would have been fun. Right. But no, no fun, no fun for you. No fun. So I started doing it, and I've been doing it. And then at one point they said we're going to start erasing your episodes unless you start paying the, <laughs> the fee. And so I started paying the fee, and then I realized. I don't want to do this anymore, and I'm just paying the fee to keep the episodes. Fuck it, so I'm going to lose them, right? Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's been some good times. There's been, I mean, there's obviously that first that first year or so, or the first half year when I was down in Columbus, and I was by myself down there, just yada 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 yada. I was very excited. I was talking really fast. Had a lot of shit to say. Uh, I moved back when I moved back up here. Uh, well. That's when everything started to... Well, even when I was in Columbus, I had Corber on. He would be on. He would call in from Florida, and he would be on in some of those earlier episodes. And then I moved up here, and we had the likes of Clint and Keith, uh, Bob, Bob Marr, Hegedus would show up every so often, Wellington here or there, uh, an appearance by Tim Cornette every so often, yeah. all comedians, local comedians, uh, and then whoever, whoever Melville, whoever was in the apartment at the time, it was like, oh, it's Tuesday night, it's 11 o'clock, Adam. We could forget Adam, right? Adam, say something, and he would just sit there, shake his head. Like, why aren't you saying anything? I'm not going to have my voice out there. I don't, I don't want anybody to hear my voice. Like, you take it easy, Batman. Uh, you know? All right, Dave, get ready. It's almost time for your moment. But... uh there's uh so and there's been all these people, right? And then there was like the there was the whole uh, me and Jason section section of shows, right? Where the two of us were there, and he had his own bits, and we were doing. I thought those shows were pretty good, to the point where it got too crazy. And we always talk about uh, the the show where everybody was in the apartment, and it was wow. just like, I don't know what's going. I got Rich calling in from New York. Uh, Clint's on the phone with him. He's calling from his house or whatever, but I got like Melville and Bob Marr and Chris Hegedus sitting in my living room, just jabber John. There was a lot. There was a lot of, you know, it got crazy. It got a little too crazy. Right? So we had to cut that. Uh, it was a good try, though. It was a good thought. I was like, hey, the more people in the room. Maybe so. Maybe. You never know. 
More, more people spark conversation. <laughs> That's basically what it is. You know what I mean? I could sit here and tell you all about Dark Side of the Ring. But unless there's, you know, someone to bounce it off of, then it doesn't mean anything. You, know, you, just, you, you can get so much more out of it. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, and so there's those times, right? And then Jason went off and did his thing. Uh, then there was, uh, well, Keith was around. Let's see, what else was there? That was pretty much it. Then I, oh, and then there was the whole, there was that whole section of time where I said that I kicked everybody out. Yeah. And nobody was allowed in. And that was for a little bit, too. And then Clint, but then, but Clint was coming over because he would call and say, hey, man, I know nobody's allowed to come over, but if I'm just, like, quiet and I don't say anything, I could just sit there and play video games while you do your show, and I won't disrupt you. I won't do anything. And I said, that's cool, man. Whatever you want to do, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. We can do that. <clears throat> so we did that. But when he wasn't around, I told everybody about how he was really there. And that, so the only person who didn't know was me. Yeah, you, you knew you I were there. I was being quiet. Yeah, you so didn't. No one knew. Yeah, you were being quiet so that nobody knew you were there, but yet anybody who was listening knew that you were there. Because I would even say things. Clint was here, and you would be over there not saying anything. And I'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just knowing that you couldn't say anything, and everybody else knew you couldn't say anything. That's comedy gold right there. That's comedy gold, right? So... Uh, there was the, there was that time, and then of course, then we got to the point where I got out of the apartment and I come over here, and we did it. We did the show here for a couple of years, right? I mean, a couple of years we were doing this, so <sighs> been a lot, right? There's been a lot of stuff. What's your most memorable moment? He's gonna say right now because <laughs> that's the one only one I remember. There is no memorable moments, right? I didn't think so. Uh, Oh, hello, kitty. But, you know, there's been one constant throughout the whole span of tumbling with tumbleweed. What is that? That has, hold on. Don't worry, I'm gonna, don't, you don't have to press anything. I got you. Who's that? I'm going to tell you in a second. Oh. The one constant that's been there, the times that I could not make the show and I needed somebody to host it, this guy would do it. Times when, uh, I don't know, when I was just sitting there, guy would, you know, do things, do all kinds of things for the show, help out, start the show off for me. He would do the show for me. He would do all kinds of fun stuff. So, uh, So, as Clint said, I mean, I guess I asked the question rhetorically, and he answered it out in the open. But uh, all show Dave, who's now joined Hey, what's live. up? The mic caller nine. Going on the Slayer tape. <laughs> you get a doctor. You get a Doctor Strange uh, hero click and a shiny quarter. <laughs> just, that showed up broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I, I, I guess I could have given you a. a a full one when I saw you, but I wasn't thinking about that. So, but uh, all show Dave, everybody. Well, it's great to see your place. Hey, Clint. <laughs> Say hi, Clint. Hey, Dave, how are you? Very well, very well. Enjoying this lockdown. Good. There's a bit of a delay. Oh, I love the lockdown. Such a big fan. 
big, big fan. Uh, but yeah, I, I figured I'd bring Dave on because shit, he's always there, right? He's always listening. Well, for the most part, I noticed when he wasn't there, and I marked them all down on my calendar. Don't worry, I don't have them all counted. But uh, well, yeah, so I I brought Dave on the last show. We'll finish the show out like this. What have you been up to? I don't know. I don't even know what to ask you. Should I ask you anything? What kind of questions should I ask him? Something? You already did that. Didn't you ask him that? Ask him how things are going back to normal in. How is it? Is everything going back to normal in Colorado, or is everybody just too stoned to notice? Uh, it's it's. I think it would be uh, half of one, six dozen of the other, because uh, people are too stoned, and everybody right. just like everybody everywhere everywhere else, they just want to drink their beer and, and go to their bars and see their movies and you know be as rude as as they can be. Uh, the only the only positive thing going to work is uh, easy because there's no traffic and uh, right. but I get up at 5 a.m. and I'm usually out the door by 6 a.m. and I'm at work by by 6:30. Uh, I'm, I'm considering a, an essential employee. I, I run a, right. uh, a central office for AT&T, so uh, those are some big changes that happened to me even over the over the years. I went from DirecTV and then AT&T went during the merger. And then uh, uh, I moved into a, a management position, and now I run uh, a central office with uh, with six dudes under me. And <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Uh, and it's all because of tumbling with tumbleweed. Absolutely, the tumbling with tumbleweed gave me the confidence to go out into the world and take <laughs> it by the horns and just you know skull fuck it to death. There you go. He's like, if this dude can do this for 10 people, I can go ahead and manage a branch of whatever. I get it. Yeah, that's, that's good. Well, at least I'm glad to know that the people are stupid everywhere, and it's not just the people that are stupid. You know what I mean? Not that I want anybody to be stupid, because uh, that's pretty stupid, but at least it's consistent, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying. All the stupid people should just stay inside. My wife and I, we've been doing a lot of door dashing, and uh, I very rarely go to the grocery store, but when I do, I usually stock up, and uh, we go from there. And my wife can't cook, so I do all the cooking around the house. <laughs> right. Well, somebody has to be able to cook. That's the, that's the, that's the thing, Yeah, I right? did it as a survivor skill when I first got married, so... <laughs> Yeah, it, it wasn't fun initially. <laughs> you, you knew from the beginning that oh, you were yeah. going to have to to make sure your yeah. your skills were up. Right. right. Mole. Mole so bummed I out. I took a page out of. Uh, I took a page out of uh, uh, Kevin Baird's book and just uh, picked up some books and started cooking and eventually got it right. Right. Yeah, that guy. I mean, he says he can cook, but I've never really seen him cook anything other than, like, a microwave pizza. You know, he well, orders you out. you say he used to, used to make you a soda when you would drop by? Oh, yeah, that was the worst. He'd be like, because, he, he, cause, yeah, cause I, I remember going over there, and he was like, you want something to drink? And I was like, what do you got? And he goes, I got it all. And I go, what do you mean? He's like, I got root beer, I got grape soda, orange soda cola, whatever. And I was like, what do you mean cola? 
when somebody tells you to have cola, that's not good. You know what I mean? It's either Coke, Pepsi, right? Yeah, you want a Coke, you want a Pepsi. I got cola. At the worst case scenario, hey, you want an RC cola if they're still around. I mean, you probably have to blow the dust off of it, but whatever. But it's just like if somebody's like, you want cola? And I was just like, what does that mean? Do I want cola? And he's like, well, I make my own sodas. It's like, what? And he had all the stuff there, and he had a compression thing. and Put the carbonation in the water, put the flavor in there, mixed it up. He goes, there you go. Made you a root beer or whatever, something. So fucking gross. It was bad. Oh, I was like, you drink this stuff? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'll be all right. I'm going to go drink out of your toilet. (laughs) I will have to say that one of the best episodes of your show would be the the time you went to the comedy show and you interviewed all those dudes. That was wonderful. It was comedy gold. Oh, the the Tumbling with Tumbleweed Cleveland Comedy Festival. Spectacular. Right. <clears throat> that, I'm allowed, well, when I shut, when it, when this shuts down, I'm allowed to keep 30 episodes online. So I'm, I'll make sure to keep that one on there for you. Well, oh, I download the episodes. I have them in archive. So if you, if you need, oh. if you need a oh. previous episode, I have, I have a big cloud drive. I had to actually upgrade my, my cloud storage. I had to pay more to store your stuff. Oh, well, I'll have to get that from you. Well, That's I'll a lot put it of stuff. On Blu-ray or something like that. Yeah, I'll put it on a Blu-ray or whatever. Kevin can help you. We should, I'll, I'll send you one uh, of those those things. Go ahead. What are what? USB stick. Huh? Yeah, I'll send you one of those. Oh. Well, yeah, I was. Well, I'll pay for it, of course. I mean, I don't. You know. I, you don't need to yeah. do that. I I will. I mean, <laughs> hey, I get it. I'm just offering. No, uh, you should do that anyway, so that way you don't have to pay for the extra cloud stuff. See? Uh, I lose them a lot. Oh. Well, you send me one, and you won't lose it a lot, because I'll have it, and I'll keep it up lock and key. You're right. You're uh-huh. right, yeah. And then you can, and then if you need it, I'll get, I'll send it back to you. Boom. Boom. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, that was a good show. I remember that one. You remember the Mel Gibson episode? Yes, <laughs> and and those dudes that used to call in early on, uh, that one racist that, that called in once, and you just and and that other dude, uh, Rom, I think, just totally destroyed him. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Rom, there was a racist that called in. I don't remember that. Yeah, I think it, this was early. This is early. That was like, I think yeah, Rom was like the third or fourth episode. Yeah, come on. I think it was two thousand eleven, maybe. Oh, you know, you know what I might have done then? That might have been, that might have been Melville. Because I remember there was one time, I was one time I was doing the show at the apartment, and somebody called in, and they said something, and I was like, "What?" I go, "No, no, you know what? I'm not even dealing with this." And Melville's my go-to. Like, if you need somebody put down, if you need somebody who's not gonna stop, that's Melville. He will just keep coming at you. And that's when I was just like, you know what? I'm not even dealing with this here. Mike, take care of this. And he got on the phone. And that's when I think he said, first of all, first of all, if you're sitting here on the phone bothering us, who's at the glory hole sucking all the D's? <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. See, that's, I gave it to the right guy. 
and uh, something like that. I remember that one. That was a good one. There were some wild times, right? The Jason Donnie years. There was the Columbus year, uh, the steel mill years. One episode where Dave was hosting and I was stuck in the steel mill and I called in from the steel mill while I was using the saw. Really? Do you remember that one, Dave? Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, it's super loud here. I can't hear anything. I don't know if you guys can hear me. <laughs> I'm making the saw going. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm bothering you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Good times. But uh, yeah, so you know what, Dave? Uh, like I say, uh, I'm just going to stop doing it for now. Um, I'm going to try and come up with a better system. I'm going to come up, I want to come up with a better uh, show, you know, uh, and then we'll see what happens later on down the road, you know, down the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Down the road. And I'll have Tuesday nights free. That's what my wife said. She goes, she goes, now you're available uh, Tuesday right. nights. Right, because usually yeah. it's my time. Everybody out. You know, she doesn't bother on. me when I'm listening to the show. So <laughs> now right. uh, she gets her t- some time back. Yeah. Well, see, the, the key is not to tell her. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, it's still going on. I'll be out in the, in the garage for an hour. Come on here. <laughs> She won't, she won't know. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. So that's uh, that's, that's all we got. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I don't know if I you got You got – does Clint have anything to say about his time here? It's been different all the time. Every time. Yeah. yeah. First I was just listening. <laughs> then I was listening from right next to you but not talking. Then I was talking, but not that much. Right. <laughs> I had a limit. <laughs> I don't talk. And then we changed venues. And then I figured. And then you had to let me talk. Plus Shannon major. And she said it was better when you talked. Yeah, she major. Well, Just say it the way it is. Listen. Just say it the way it is. I do the jokes. Yeah. You Are you in charge, Donnie? Are you? There's Shannon right there. Then I told you it was funnier with Clint. <laughs> right? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, babe. Answer the question. Are you in charge, Tommy? Am I in charge of what? Are you in charge or I'm are you not in charge? I'm, I'm in charge. No. <laughs> That's right. The mole texted. The mole texted said the mole was bummed out. The show is over. That's a real shame. And I'm in charge of whatever I want, man. <laughs> I always tell Nina, I always say, hey, you know what? Don't tell me what to do. You're not in charge. And then she always, she always goes, yes, I am. And I always go, damn it. <laughs> yeah, you are. I keep forgetting that part. Damn it. Uh, like, wait, what? Uh, I didn't do it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh oh. Shannon says right there, ha ha ha, you are the boss. <laughs> She's being very, very generous. She's being very, very nice, isn't it? Isn't she? Uh oh, hold on. Mole wants to talk. Hold on. I think. Hang on. I think he hit the button, but I can't make this thing work. There it is. Mole. What's up, man? Nothing. Did you hit the? Did you want to say something? 
Yeah, just real quick, I'm going to say I'm bummed out, man. I actually do give you guys shit, but I enjoy listening to the show, man. It kind of gives me something to do on Tuesday night. See that? You know? Only one of my friends. Yeah. Only one of my friends. When anybody, when any, whenever, I'm going to be honest with you, whenever anybody says anything, oh, you do a show? Do you do it? Oh, you do a podcast? And it's like, dude, I've been doing a podcast for 10 years. And they're like, oh, really? Oh, really? I didn't know. And it's like, well, maybe you should talk to Mole. He knows. <laughs> Mole. And I always throw it out. I'm always, I'm always telling everybody, I'm like, Mole knows. Mole listens. Mole's there. He comments. He does stuff. So I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to really work schedule too, man. You know? Right. You have to yeah, get up in the morning work. after. Yeah, most of the time. And plus, you guys better have a show on when Pittsburgh kicks Cleveland's ass because I want to talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're so sorry that's gone. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to do that this year. Oh, no. We won't be here next year to no, tell you if our no predictions watch. were right. No, watch. Cleveland twice, and we're not doing much. We're not going to be able to say anything. Yeah. Oh, that'll only be in Madden football. That ain't even happened in real life. <laughs> we'll Denver Broncos forever. Big Ben, Big Ben trimmed his beard. He's ready to go. <clears throat> Super Bowl time, baby. <laughs> he lost some weight. He trimmed his beard. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, it's not about you, no, you and your Steelers. Bro. Nah. What? Man, this is about the final tumbling with tumbleweed, baby. <laughs> yeah, for now. And that, for now. Yeah. And and yeah, just let me know when you're gonna do the next show. I'll get off I'll get off here so you guys can finish off. But I just wanna say Clint, it was nice talking to you even though I don't see you anymore. Yeah, but well, you know, hopefully I'll see you again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You guys hang in there and take it easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to hang up or nothing, I'll just mute you, so uh Oh, okay, later. You, know, you you can stay stay on and stuff, but I'll mute you out. I appreciate I appreciate you listening. I appreciate anybody who listens, really. You know, they're, they're, anybody who's listened at any time, whatever. I, just, I don't, I don't, when I say that I'm ending the show because nobody ever listened and all my friends are bums and all that stuff, I'm not un, un, uh, ungrateful. I appreciate those who did listen. I appreciate those who are there. Right? It just weren't enough. It just wasn't enough for you. I got, I, there's only one all show Dave. Right. You know? And he was there for all the shows. And you know what, Dave? This one. What's that? Wait, where's, this one's for you. I'm gonna scissor kick you in the back of the head. That was that was that was for Dave. Not that I'm gonna scissor kick him in the back of the head, but that oh, was. quite That's the one he likes, right? So as we as we wind down here, I guess we could just go ahead and we'll play holidays for everyone. <laughs> See, he still laughs. It's so funny, man. One of my favorites. Hands up, who likes me? <laughs> right. Shannon's. What's what's Shannon's favorite? You know what Shannon wants? What Shannon wants? Everybody out. Go play in the parking lot. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what I she know, tells I me. That's what she tells me when she when she wants me out of the house. Go play in the parking lot. I believe. And then I look at her and I'm like, oh, "What's funny, man?" See? See what I did there? So, yeah, so there you go, folks. This is going to wind down, and I could sit here and go on and, and mumble and babble all, all night long, but uh, the, in the end, that's not going to matter. 
that's it. That's that's the way it is. Dave, do you have any? Uh, do you have any uh, final uh, final anything? Thanks for the ten years. Uh, I hope you continue this again. Uh, you and the rest of the Regen crew, uh, I appreciate everything you did. Uh, you guys had some had some fun moments, and uh, I'm just happy I could be a part of it. All right. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate the kind words. Appreciate you helping out all these years. And and yeah, there's a solid guy over here. He even tried to get me a job that one time. Remember? Yeah. I mean, sure, I ended up puking in the bathroom and leaving, but whatever. This shit happens. Uh. <laughs> Things happen. Uh, Clint, Clint, uh, Clint Holiday, everybody. Uh, you got anything? Wipe the tear. Damn, I didn't have a sniffle sniffle. You know, I should have put water on my nose. 13 years ago, I left Canton, Ohio. Oh. I mean, yeah, it <laughs> well, um, I will say that it's been uh, fun on Tuesday nights. Also, because Donnie and I get to couple it with the um, the Oak Island thing, which <laughs> which is always it's always fun once you know we get started right after, and then uh, I think most of the time everybody falls asleep, but it's okay because falling asleep to Oak Island has been fun on Tuesday nights after the tumbling with tumbleweed show. Right, and last week it was you that fell asleep during the show, during the tumbling with tumbleweed show. We have that on audio. Uh, I did. Yeah, where you jumped. I'm not awake. Remember when you were playing football and you you fell asleep and it went delay of game and you woke up and you went, oh, fuck, I got penalized. And then I was like, ha, ha, ha. And I was watching the TV and I said, you're going to have it happen again. And I turned and looked and you were out. (laughs) Like as soon as you said it, you passed right back out again. And then that's when I looked at you and went, is that what it's like when I do that? <laughs> it is, actually. That is. I've done that many times. <coughs> that is what it's like when you do that. Yeah, okay. Well, anyways, uh, that's it. Uh, I, I guess I would make a final statement, right? I am Tumbleweed. I am Tumbleweed. Uh, the the name Tumbling with Tumbleweed came from a long joke a long time ago for me and Kevin Baird. I figured I'd try it. I did it. It got some good responses. It got some no responses. Uh, I'm thankful for anybody who's ever listened in the past and who's participated. I appreciate every one of you. Um, Dave, thank you very much. As I said, I've said it over and over again. I appreciate everything you've done. Uh, Clint, eh, you haven't done much, but you're, you're there. You, know, you, you did more than Adam. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, thank you very much. Clint has been very helpful. Uh, over the years, tons of things, uh, even when we were doing videos and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, videos. Right? We were trying to do the show as a video format, and that didn't work out. That was that was okay. Green screen, everything was just bad. Uh, I still have that green screen. I don't have the camera, but I got the green screen. Um, I would like to thank uh, my mother and my father for giving birth to such awesomeness that is me. Uh, I'd like to thank my girlfriend, Shannon, for uh, being awesome as well. For just touching me. For just liking the fact of hanging out with me. Like, I Thank you for just wanting to be with me. I appreciate that. <laughs> I love you. Uh, other than that, I'm pretty sure that's all I got. Right? You know what? Uh oh. That's all you need. 
Abidi, abidi, abidi. That's all, folks. Psych, I psyched you all out. Oh, no, I already said bye to Dave, right? Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and mute you now before I start the song. Uh, oh, hey, wait a minute. Otherwise... Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Did he pull a Clint? He pulled a Clint. Oh. He just, it's just his oh. name. It's just, he. You know what? Wow. My mouth was open. Damn. That was perfect. I mean, I don't like it happening. I mean, I hate him right now, but at the same time, it was perfect. So cool. That that just worked out. You're a cool motherfucking prick. Wow. What a prick. Love that guy. (laughs) Damn.
Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. That wasn't funny, man. Okay, good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother, Doug. How's it going, eh? Get out. Everybody out. Go play in the parking lot. Goo, look, 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 look,